Welcome to my official author podcast. My name is Dr. Jennifer Lowry, and today I want to talk about dedications. All right, guys, we're in this journey of publishing, and you'll get an email that will say, we're ready for your acknowledgments and dedications. Whew. That's heavy. You know, your whole life you think of all the people that have really inspired you, helped you, encouraged you. And then you get to the day where it's time to put it all into words. And how can you do it? To properly thank them. Can you? Are words even possible at this point? And then... The question comes up, who are you going to leave out? Or are you going to hurt somebody's feelings? So then you have to streamline and then you have to figure out how can you do it in a way where you don't hurt people's feelings. I mean, that's a burden. You would think that this would have been a joyful moment. It was a burden. So... I started researching because you guys know me I love to research I'm a nerd that way I wanted to see and you know also I like looking at lists like I wanted to see like the top acknowledgments the top dedications I mean I cannot beat C.S. Lewis's dedication in Arnia to Lucy or Lemony Snicket if you have not <laughs> seen that the way that he did it, even though it was very short, I mean, he still gave honor to someone that he loved. He just did it in his strange way. Um, I just kept going through all of the different acknowledgments and reading them. And I was like, okay, this is not helping one bit. This isn't. I just have to look at the page. And I, so I pulled up my manuscript. I pulled up a blank page. And I said, God, I have to first start with God, and then I have to thank the publisher and the editor. And I can say to family and friends, and to those who have not read my book yet, and I can dedicate it in that way. And then I've covered, like, everybody in the world that needed props. Because I could not start individually naming family and friends. So how could I somehow show appreciation and thank people, too? And that's what gave me the idea of writing messages to those people, to individual people, just thanking them. Now with the acknowledgments, the acknowledgments, they go to the front. So I was like, 
my children. The boys have, like, that they're my boys. There was no way that I could not start with my boys in the acknowledgments. So I acknowledged the boys. I acknowledged my husband. For the boys, I was more serious. For my husband, I was more lighthearted. And then I prayed for the, like, the perfect Bible verse. That would just fit this time in my life. We all have Bible verses for a season. And just like I knew the Spirit would deliver, a Bible verse was there for me. I had a Bible verse for my dissertation. And this is a completely different Bible verse for my novel. And not only did it fit for my time, but also for the season of the character for book one. So, the acknowledgement part, again, I didn't want to hurt anyone's feelings. And I thought, I read back and I was like, no, my parents are missing. And I couldn't just not place their names there. So I went back in and I did my boys, my parents, and my, I, I put in there um, also my grandparents. And with my parents being passed on, it just brought back like emotion, emotion, and, and these memories of me with writing and discussing my writing with my, my parents. And I just, it really like got me in my feelings kind of thing. And, and that's okay. And, and those of us that struggle with grief and struggle with loved ones gone, we know that that is a never ending journey until we see them again. But I just felt I had to put them at the beginning because they were the beginning of me. So when you have these emails that say, all right, we're ready for acknowledgements and dedications, maybe you'll be a lot better at it than me. Maybe you already have it already planned out and all of the fun, you know, witty things that you're going to say. Or maybe you'll be exactly like me and say, uh-oh. <laughs> so, just know that the Lord will give you the words that you need to say. And for all of the people that you can't include, because it would be as long as your manuscript itself, you can show them in other ways 
how much you appreciate them. And you can straight up just tell them. I wrote to my family there. I wrote to my friends there. Because I have so many people that have just stood by me. And I, I felt like I could do that and, and, and be done with it in a way that would settle right with me and with them. So I pray that it does. I shared with my niece my thoughts about it to let her know. And it was all good. And I did another book picture taker adventure. You know what I do. Last Saturday I was in the library and I found the L's for Lowry and Lois Lowry sitting right there. No one else. And there were multiple copies there and I snapped. One day, Lord, and there was room for me. There was a space. Yesterday, when I went to Quail Ridge Books, which is a local bookstore, I knelt down the teen section, looking, looking, looking. And there was Lois Lowry, yet again. No space. One book from her. And I took that picture. I said, I wonder if I, because there's no space, would I then move to the top of the shelf? Yes, if that matters, shelf location and teenage eyes. But I snapped. I'm getting closer. The spring is coming. And my nervousness and my excitement for the book release is ever present and with each new step with each new email with each edit it's a new challenge it presents itself in a glorious way one that I'm very happy to tackle and pray through So, for all of you guys that listen to the podcast, your day is coming. Do not give up hope. Have a blessed day, guys.